What is up, everybody? Welcome to the show. I see things a little differently. I am the Slow Chemical, and this is your Monday show. First of all, I want to thank everyone who listened to, shared the podcast last week. Um, as far as uh, the, the Selena Durante interview, I was very blessed to get that done. I think I said a little bit about that on Jupiter, Jupiter's Legacy episode as well. But I just want to thank everyone who watched it again and shared it. Um, hoping to do more interviews. Now, I, I don't want to go back to making this show interview show. That's what it became the first time. Um, I do want to just do more interviews with wrestlers, though. And she was very uh, classy, gracious, um, and just overall full of energy and life. So it was a fun interview to do for sure. So if you look at the name on this episode, it's called The Ketchup. The Ketchup is because we have been doing show. I've been doing shows, but it's just been just different things, right? It hasn't been like the weekly stuff. So there's a lot of stuff that's been happening. People have won my opinion on it. I actually want to give my opinion on it. So this week will be just that as well. And then next week, we'll get back to business of maybe talking about the weekly stuff and we'll be all caught up, you know? First of all, I did get asked a question on Instagram uh, from uh, Toy Figure. I forgot the name. Sorry. I did get my Brandy Rhodes, and that's really weird, right? So I, they just came out with the version two of Series One, right? And they're in stock now at ringsidecollectibles.com as of this recording. So when you hear this, they might not be. But I record. I immediately went on there, got my Brandy Rhodes because that was the only thing I did not, only person I did not get. And it's funny because as I was going to these stores, I thought the first person I was going to get was Brandy. I thought no one was going to want her. Brandy was the one that everyone ended up wanting. And in fairness, there's only been three action figures made of women currently. And only two of them have been out. That's the Riho and that's the Brandy Rhodes. Shakira, or Shakira, uh, Sheeta just got went up for pre-order and I don't think she's coming out until mid-July. So I already have mine pre-ordered. Um, but yeah, I have all of Wave 1. The first one I actually got was Kenny Omega. I think I said this before on the podcast. But Brandy came in. I got my Kazarian and Scorpio. First of all, I have to say this out loud. I have to say this. To all my collectors who listen to the show, I know I have a ton of you guys that listen to the show. Tell me if you guys have had the same issue with ringside collectibles. So for some reason, the last, not counting the Brandy Rhodes. Or maybe should I count the Brandy Rhodes? No, no. Not counting Brandy, the last two shipments before her of the Sammy Guevara Ortiz Santana that came in one shipment and the Scorpio Sky and Kazarian, it it took it over a week and a half for it to come to me, and like both times I noticed it got stuck. My packages got stuck in Kansas. Really weird. So I was following it right both times. And it was moving fast. It was a, hey, pending for Wednesday. Okay, cool. They'll say coming out Wednesday. Then it was a pending for two days. And no scans would be on it. Then it said, all right, it'll be out for delivery on Saturday. So it went like, somehow went from Wednesday to Saturday. And then both times, it would get, get stuck in Aurora, Colorado. Which is like 30 minutes away from me. But I'm not going to drive there to their facility and pick it up. That's just, I'm not doing all that. But I can, 
but I used to work for a FedEx. FedEx grounds are huge facilities. It could take them four seconds to pick your package up, or it could take them four freaking hours. I'm not doing that. Well, anyways, <clears throat> both times it's happened to me, and it's weird because the brandy came in and got here early. Really the weirdest thing. And I didn't do anything different in the shipment. Now on the wave, I believe it's wave five. Wait, let me look. They're right in front of me. Yeah, so no, so wave six actually, excuse me. Because wave six has the Jake Hager, Jericho, Sheeta, MJF, and I believe the Lucha Brothers. Um, but on the Sheeta and MJF, and the only reason I got another MJF, because I actually have two MJFs from wave two. Um, one's in the box, one's out of the box. I'm, I'm actually going to probably do a giveaway for that MJF um, that's in the box. Because I saw how the new, because they just came out with the scans last week. And so, as I was recording, and so I saw what the new MJF looks like, and it has the battle boring. And I know that's not what it is. I know it's not, that, but it's, ten, it's 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 a playoff of the battle bowl. What they did, and he has the battle bowl ring. In wave two, he just has a microphone and a scarf. And so, since I had gotten two of those, actually, I'm, I'm probably gonna do a giveaway for three of them because I have. An extra MJF, an extra Hangman Page, an extra Riho. And actually, Riho has been peg warming in Colorado here. So if you're in, if you're listening to this and you're in Colorado, um, I've seen a ton of Rihos um, around, which is surprising. But I guess because we got we probably got an overstock of her now. But um, anyways, so yeah. So but the Brain Rose came in like four days early. And I did nothing different on the shipment on the Sheeta and the MJF. I actually put first class shipping, not first class, like overnight shipping. There was no overnight because overnight's like 200 bucks. It was like the middle one where it's like 15 bucks extra. And that way I can get it immediately because I, I was doing a test run. So I know this guy who gets entire wave, him and I talk often. Um, as a matter of fact, once again, to my collectors, um, he sold me some TNA figures, a Sanjay Dutt. Uh, Chris Saban with the X Division Championship and a Jay Lethal. I only want the Jay Lethal, but I do know that, that these TNA figures are pretty uh, unique and pretty rare. But I only want the Jay Lethal because I've always wanted a Jay Lethal action figure, and now I have one. It's, these are pretty cool figures too. And he, and once again, I understand if it's a, let's say if it's the first wave of pre-orders, right, and Ringside's putting them out there. I fully understand. If you're putting out the people who bought the entire set. Because see, when him and I were talking, like he literally buys entire sets and just sells the stuff he doesn't want. I don't have time for that. That's not what my business is. So I don't actually... And actually, it's funny because as I record this, my Luchasaurus and Jungle Boy are scheduled to come in on Saturday. Anyways, but it will be two days before the show comes out. Anyways, um... I forgot where I was going because I kept going in different directions. Oh, yeah, yeah. So he gets wa full waves. See, I don't get full. I'm not that kind of collector. Like, the fact that I have doubles of the ones I have is not bothering me, but it's kind of just like, all right, cool. I don't need this. Let me get rid of it, you know? And so I might just do a cool giveaway or if somebody wants to buy it. I'm not going to overcharge you. I'll, as long as you pay for shipping and 20 bucks, I'll sell it to you, whatever. But anyways, the point is, I don't... I don't buy whole waves unless I want a whole wave. 
entire wave. And so uh, he buys, and I get that. If you pre-order an entire wave, you should probably get your stuff first. Or, but, but here's my issue. Let's say if they get over fifty thousand in stock, right? And obviously they ship all over the world. And I don't know how the shipping is overseas. I now, and I would assume ringside collectible ships overseas, but I don't know how that's working right now because, as we know, China and India has been have been hit hard with the coronavirus and things of that nature. But I guess my point is, is that, make sure I'm still recording, I am, but the point in all of this is, from me at least, is that if I order that wave, I should still get my, my shit though, right? Now, in fairness, these, these, the reason why they're, I was on back order for, back, I think it was back, back order three. So I knew I was, I was getting my stuff right when they said I was getting it. I wasn't getting it earlier. But this time, I was one of the first to pre-order because it was like pre-orders up and it, it gives you a number on ringside collectibles. It'll say pre-order. If it's one, it will be blank. If it's two, it'll say two, three. Matter of fact, let me look as I record this. Because I'm interested now to see if. Yeah, as I was recording, it's still there. But let me look at wave six. See if it's still on wave. Well, it's still on regular pre order. So it says mid July. So it may not, they might be. People might be slowing down, you know, on, on their collect once again, you gotta have money to do this shit. So but anyways, I did pre-order my stuff. My brandy did come in for those guys who are who are asking. I did look her over, she looks amazing. I don't have the way the the the, the version one to compare it to because I've never seen it up close and personal. Like it was never in a store and I just didn't buy it, right? I just I've never seen it. But I'm just happy to have my brandy. I don't care, I'm never gonna sell it. Um and my AEW wall actually is coming together pretty well. It's actually pretty busy over there. And I actually did. And I think Wave 5 is starting. Was it Wave 5? Yeah, Wave 5 is starting to hit. Um, excuse me, Wave 4 is starting to hit our, our stores as well. Um, but, but yeah, it's, it's, it's good to have them in. And I'm excited for that. So just want to get that out of the way. So, yeah, like I said, this episode is the catch-up. We're going to talk about everything I, that I've been asked about, everything I want to talk about. And first, let's get to, I think because WWE has the most news, let's get to there first. And you're going to hit me with the pen scratching it off. Um, and then also want to talk about some NXT stuff as well. But um, at Nonverk, the news of the week, I literally like was on Instagram. This is how I found out about it. And it, said, and it's, and it was a post on Instagram. It said, Ed Nonverk and WWE mutually agreed to park ways. And I was like... Okay, this is one of those fake things. This is a bunch of different fake sites that go on and just say, hey, this person, Julio Jones was traded to the Packers. It's just stuff like this. It's fake news, right? But it's meant to be fun. Well, then all of a sudden, I just go on 411mania.com just to look because I was bored. Um, not, yeah, I might, I might have been bored. Whatever, it doesn't matter. And all of a sudden, I see that's a real thing. And my first thought was, one, I'm not even surprised. If anyone says they're surprised, they must be new here. Um, in fairness, from my point of view, I never listened to him do a, a second of commentary. I literally only cut my... And, and people who are longtime listeners of the show, even when this show was called Wire Pen, I'm going to do it again, know that I just... 
it has to be special moments for me to cut my TV off of mute. I just don't do it. It's just for me. It's funny how life is. So the reason why I watch wrestling alone is because I just got that from my grandfather. And he would watch wrestling alone or you had to be quiet while you're watching it. People can't be quiet while watching wrestling. Excuse me. So I decided to start watching wrestling alone. And then I can't remember when it was. But something happened. I don't remember exactly the exact moment, but I remember it was like three or four, five, six years ago. Not maybe five years ago now, when 2021. Something just triggered in me. And I said, I can't listen to this. And I just put it on mute. And the experience was much better for me. And it could have been because I was going to all those live events, whether it was an ROH show, whether it was a Impact show. I don't want to Impact show, but my point is you can't hear the commentary. You know, you just hear the crowd. And so I just got used to not hearing the commentary. So when I would hear the commentary, it was just too much. Um, AEW, I can say I listened to her commentary a little bit more. But once again, it depends on the match. You know, um, but yeah, I just, I'm used to it now. So I couldn't tell you how bad or how good he was. I've heard nothing but negative things about it, but it's not surprising. I know he's a very animated guy because I know he came. I used to listen to him um, on ESPN, but I knew he was more animated because he would call into the Dan Levitard show and they would give him a hard time. But I knew he was animated, all this other type of stuff, but he may have known he was not a wrestling fan. He's your lead play-by-play. He's calling moves the wrong names. I mean, this is just not surprising. You know, and there's not much to say about it, except now what do you do? Because Tom Phillips did whatever he did. That's still never been uh, released or torn, uh, told to the public, excuse me. And so I do not know the next step for them leading I would assume you bring back Tom Phillips. Um, but then again, I don't know. But this is not surprising at all. That's why there's not much to say about it. Um, we'll also talk about how WWE will start touring. I'm I'm excited for this because the Thunderdome is a, was a cool idea. I don't know who came up with it, but it's a cool idea. But with this country opening back up, more and more people are being vaccinated. AEW announced a week before that they're going to be their, their date. And now they're going to drop a week before uh, WWE. They're going to get back to touring. It's just time. And you don't have to fill these buildings up. Now, I know financially you would like to do that, but you don't have to do that except you have unless you have a big pay-per-view. They didn't even sell it for WrestleMania. You know? So it's one of those things where this is this is gonna get back to some I know we keep saying some form of normalcy. The, the new normal will be whatever it, it turns out to be. We won't we won't know that until the end of twenty twenty two. What the new normal will be. And um that, this is just a good sign, though, uh, f- for everybody just to feel a little normal. I know just people. I know some people who are dying to go back to shows. Like Jonathan Nestor asked me, he said, "Hey, are you gonna go to All Out?" And I said, "You know what? I really want to go to All Out, um, just to experience their rest, their WrestleMania. You know, um, I'm not big for going to live events now, mainly because they get, I get anxiety at them. There's just way too many people for me, and way too much going on." But I do want to experience an all-out. I'm going to see how things are 
when their tickets go on sale, if I can get a ticket and it's not like a hassle and I don't have to go to a third party and spend way more than I want, that I think also that's another issue right there. That gives me, that doesn't give me anxiety. That just, just, just annoys me when it's like a nosebleed seat. And I know only AEW show I ever went to, I, I paid 20 bucks for a ticket and it was, first of all, it's in Broomfield, Colorado. The stadium is small. So, like, you can see whatever you want to see. So, it's all good, right? Um, but, like, those were, that was the only ticket that was left. So, whatever the bleep, right? Um, but, anyways, I want to get really good seats. But I don't want to spend, let's say if it's, let's say if normal price is for, I don't know, fourth row or $350. That's cool. I don't want to pay $650 for it, though. You get what I'm saying? So, I can go on their website, do, 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 do. And get regular price tickets. I'm all down for it. I still do think because enough people will not want to go out to these shows. Because just as many people want to go out, there are many people that do not want to go out. So I'm fully believing that there will be that won't happen. Even though that's in August, I'm fully believing by the time they drop out drop tickets for it next month. I would have to assume it's next month. We're in May right now. All out in uh, August. So I would assume it's going to be back in Chicago and I would assume it's going to be like not that has kind of a hassle. If there's no hassle like that, I'm going to go. If there's a hassle and then you got to go to a third party, I'm, I am I can't support third party shit anymore because it's such a fucking ripoff. And, 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 and I understand that, and I, you know, and I agree with WWE for partnering up with StubHub because they, they couldn't stop it. So just say, you know what? We support it. We're like, blah, 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 right? I get that completely. Can't beat them, join them. That's just the way the world's going. But I just can't support. The same way I don't support collectors who will buy up a Brandy Rose action figure, going back to that action figure stuff, and then sell for $130 on open market. I'm, I'm just not going to support that. Now, if someone has these rare figures, like I said, this guy has these TNA figures, which are not bad figures, and you look at it, and I'm just like, all right, you know, that might be worth 40, 50 bucks, you know, but then you, you have to take into account everything, you know, but anyways, um, I think it's cool. They're going to start touring again. Like I said, the only show I want to go to this year is all out just to get that on my system. Cause that's, the, that's one show I do want to go to, but if it doesn't happen, it's cool. Um, but I'll let you guys know. Anyways, AEW stick. We'll just go right. Cause I, I, I'm right next to my list. AEW has a new show. That's will be a one hour show. And our, and, Shout out to Sound Monster Sounds Off, his podcast, because I completely forgot that when this was this deal was first announced with AEW and, and Warner, um, they wanted three hours of Dynamite. And Tony Khan said, no, that's a bad idea. And so this is just going to be another hour of Dynamite that's going to be pre-recorded, except for when it's going to be pay-per-views, but they only have four pay-per-views a year. So it'll only be four live uh, one-hour shows at that. So that's a cool... And then they're going to TBS 2022. I don't have a problem with that either. I mean, I do have the TNT app. I'm going to assume there's a TBS app as well. Um, because why well, went to be? Every station has an app. Um, so I think it's kind of cool um, that they're going to be around. I like AEW. As you guys know, I collect the figures. I like the, I, I like the, the wrestling. I do think it's a fun alternative. Uh to what I, Jim Cornette's never gonna like it because he hates the people that run it. But at the end of the day, I think it's a good show. Um, 
I did see his YouTube channel. I can't pronounce the name, but he hates it. He hates AEW, and I just think like, and it, most of his stuff is about WWE. And if you're a WWE lifer, that is absolutely cool. I just don't see how you can look at Raw and say that's a good show and that has potential. And you look at Dynamite and say that. I'm not talking about elevation. I'm not talking about dark. Dark is just match after match after match. It's even though the storylines that come from it, like the SCU storyline, came from Dark. And I didn't even know that was a thing until Jonathan Esther told me about it. And then I started watching it just to catch myself up before it went on to technically the main show. Air quotes and do air quotes. You can't see me doing air quotes. But, like, Raw is not a good show. So, you can't... I just... That's just... Just say you hate AEW because they, t- they take down your videos. But don't say it's a bad show. And say Raw's a good show. That's not a thing. It's not even an unpopular opinion. It's a bad opinion. It's not a real opinion. But um, I'm excited for the move. I think them being around, it, it just likes a fire under WWE. Because even though they're going to sign up a bunch of people, like we've just seen, and this will go to the other thing, they have a bunch of people they have to release. You know, that's the other thing we're talking about. And all these things are for budget cuts. And here's the thing. No matter how much money they're making, and the thing you guys have to realize, I keep hearing people say, well, WWE makes mo- more money now than they've ever made. Yeah. But how you keep making more money? You get rid of the dead weight. Now, they, 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 what they're essentially doing is, if you think about it, this can be a good thing. The same way AEW will let these people do tryouts and not a contract and then they sign with WWE. It's only happened like once or twice. Both part, both companies, including us, us including ROH, well, they're not, 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 not now, not as prevalent now as before, but we can throw every company in there. Every company is a factory to churn out talent for the next company. Because not every, same way Mercedes Martinez was not happy with AEW, she went right back to WWE. I don't know exactly what Mercedes Martinez is looking for. It seems like she found it in NXT, right? So now everybody's going to like working in AEW. Some people may want a more prominent position, you know? Um, so it's like WWE does the same thing. Think about what Tay Conte. <coughs> AEW does not, excuse me. Take a swig of water. Good stuff. AEW didn't know about Tay Conte until she was on NXT. And then they saw nothing in her, so they let her go. And now she's she's gotten much better. She's gonna be I think she could be a megastar. Besides her being gorgeous, she's absolutely good. You know, absolutely talented. Um, absolutely good, whatever. Anyways. Everything is just building towards everything else, with the future of it. Same thing I was, when I was talking about the interview with her last week, uh, Selena. Like she's, I, I, I did no research on purpose because I wanted to learn, and literally I didn't know. And I went back after I did the interview before I put it out there, and seen her managing MJF, managing these people. Like we are in the future right now. now if you think these people are not going to end up getting to where they want to be and being happy eventually, I mean, not everyone's a Del Rio. You know, like, Del Rio is just not going to be happy anywhere because Del Rio seems like he's a, just a... He might just be, at this point in his life, a terrible human being. And it's neither here nor there. But my point is, like, not everyone's going to be like that. You know what I'm saying? Some people are going to like having Jericho as a guy I go to, except for Vince McMahon, where you have these innuendos, but you don't get any certain for-sure answers. Makes sense what I'm saying? So, anyways, I think it's a good thing. I'm not going to stop watching it. As a matter of fact, I may even... And shout out to Fubo TV. I'm thinking about, and they and they can help me out. They give me a sponsorship. Wink, wink. Um, 
I think I'm actually trying Fubo TV. I've, I've, I've actually heard really good things about it. I, I avoid cable at all costs because cable is just really too expensive. Um, and, and this comes from someone who makes pretty good money. But this this whole thing, it, it, like paying $400 for cable is just... I haven't had cable in, oh my goodness, four years. And I've been able to watch everything I want to watch just fine. You know, like, so you don't actually need cable anymore. You know, cable's a good, if you have a bundle or whatever, but to add all this to side networks and all, all the, it just is too much. So I may try Fubo TV and see how it is. I'll at least try the seven day free trial and see how it is and see how I feel about it. But either way, I'm going to be able to watch AW because there's a bunch of YouTubers that still put the, the Dynamite shows on and I still get to watch them. But I prefer to, to watch it legally and support the show actually with ratings and stuff. So I think it's a good thing. Um, that's the last AEW news, <laughs> but it just was when I went like I literally looked like right down. I was like, oh, forget it. Speaking of NXT releases, Velveteen Dream was released. This was a this was a year in the making. If you think about it, the accusations, came out May of last year, and people have been begging for this dude to be fired. His last prominent role was in May of last year when he had the street fight with Adam Cole for the NXT World Championship, which. I actually thought, and here's the thing, right? When that thing, when it first came out, and they were still prominently featuring Velveteen Dream, I thought, and I was still rooting for him, that they were going to put the NXT Championship on him. But when he lost, I said, well, what do you do with him now? He's essentially no good. You know? And so, <clears throat> it's clear there were mature, mature, uh, maturity issues. It's clear um, he squandered a, a great opportunity that he's going to look back on and say, well, I fucked that up. Um, Velveteen Dream will be, the character, will be um, a character of what ifs. Patrick Clark is still a what if. I don't know what you believe. I know for me, here's a funny thing. When we look at people who we respect and admire, there's always going to be some form of controversy around them, some beliefs we don't have. Same way Undertaker had some conservative review um, uh, uh, views, and people just aren't used to hearing Mark Calloway. They're used to hearing The Undertaker. So hearing whatever those views were, they got offended by it. Well, they have they have opinions too. They're humans. They You don't think when they're talking to their significant others or their homies, they're like, yo, I like Donald Trump. I like to grab vagina too. Yo, I like Joe Biden. Everyone should get vaccinated. Like, they, they're still humans, <laughs> you know? And I think we, you have to separate that. And because maybe because I am an artist, maybe because I am a creator, maybe that helps me separate people. Like, to me, me and my cousin have this conversation all the time. And he said, his exact words to me were, even if Michael Jackson was found guilty of raping those kids, I love his music. I would never stop listening to it. That's telling, because some people who are big R. Kelly fans can't separate the groomer from the artist, because now you feel like you're supporting grooming. You know, it's it's a mental thing, right? So to me, and it's, and it's funny because I was looking at getting a Velveteen Dream action figure, and so I had gotten one. It was a basic figure. It was in a two-pack with Ricochet. I didn't really want it, but I got it because it was a Velveteen Dream, and Ringside Collectibles didn't have any more Velveteen Dreams. 
So I actually never opened it, even though I was planning on opening it. I had it for months and never opened it. And this was the, the first time ever in my life I was conflicted. And it's because, and I trust Triple H did, him and WWE did do some investigating. Because why would they want, they've been known to not keep around those kind of people. You, you get what I'm saying? Like, that, that, to me, that's the only reason why Matt Riddle is prominently on TV, even though he's going through his lawsuit. There's something they know or they feel they know, that makes them keep these people around. Otherwise, they're going to be quick to cut bait. We know that. If you believe they're not, then you're, once again, I'm going to use this line, you're new here. Um, so whatever the bleep. But anyways, um, I was really conflicted about this. This is the only time, the first and only time in my life I've been conflicted about it. And it's mainly because he was off TV for so long. Then when he came back on TV, he did nothing but lose. And it was just like really weird, like, what's what are you where, where where are they hiding? And then I didn't even know this until I listened to another person's podcast. And they were like, and I didn't think about this, but he hadn't been on TV in all of 2021. Last time we saw him was in December. So I was like, Alright. Well, anyways, late late in the summer last year or September, October, whenever it was, I just returned it. And so that's the only time I've done that. But it was too much going around with him. And and also, it was a figure I didn't even want. If it was a elite figure, me being real with you, because I'm a collector, I probably would have kept it if it was unopened already. But it was already, it was too many things. I was like, ah. So I, he he did drop a statement, uh, saying you know defending himself. Um, I hope if these aren't true allegations and someone's trying to play him. Hopefully he, you know, regains the trust of WWE, matures in a couple of years he'll come back. And to me, that that character has so much mileage, and you can I can still see a WrestleMania entrance with the Velveteen Dream. So hopefully, if the, if they're not true, the allegations are not true. Hopefully he can get his stuff together and move forward. But that is to be determined. TBD. Um, but I just wanted to talk about it because people have asked me about my opinion on it. I've actually had people ask me, hey, do you um, own any action figures of his? And I don't anymore. I did at one point in time. I never opened it. But also, it was a basic, I hate basic figures. There's no movement with them. They're just, they're just there. So those are my thoughts on that. If it's true, then I hope he gets punished. Uh, if it's not true, I hope he just regains uh, his, his status and and hope he matures and um more importantly hope he just it seems like he was a bad guy behind the scene because like there's a lot of people coming out saying he's just a douchebag so hopefully he can just mature some so anyways last wwe note then we're gonna get to some thoughts on new japan and nxt hell in a cell has been moved to june it'll be june 20th father's day the only match currently announced is rhea ripley versus charlotte I don't think that's going to be in hell. I, I can't think of any feud that's going to be in hell cell except for the match that's inevitably going to happen. It's going to be Kofi Kingston, who just pinned Bobby Lashley last week on Raw, versus Drew McIntyre on Monday night. The Monday you're going to hear this. Um, winner gets a shot at Hell in a Cell. Drew's going to win that match, obviously. I would have to assume that match will be inside of Hell in a Cell. Um, and, have, and that's the first time... I believe, well, Drew's been in Hell in a Cell before. He was in Hell in a Cell with Randy Orton. I don't think Bobby Lashley's ever been inside of Hell in a Cell. Um, he's been inside of Elimination Chamber. 
um, Bouncing Inside of Hell in a Cell. Um, that's the only match that I can think fits this, unless they, unless they're gonna do, well, Cesaro just got destroyed by Seth Rollins last week, so that can be another feud that goes into Hell in a Cell, you know, I don't, I don't know who Roman Reigns is fighting, um, it's clear, I, they're gonna do a Seth Rollins, Roman Reigns match, um, in my opinion, soon. Not next, but soon. Um, maybe. I don't think you need a triple threat Hell in a Cell match. I just don't know what the next one will be. But I know Drew McIntyre and Bobby Lashley is clearly the one that's going to happen. And one of them. But it's going to be two. Uh, there's always two. Um, I just can't think of another feud right now that's a blood feud. Like, this is, if you think about this, this goes back to way last year. When Bob, when um, MVP, before he got with Bobby Lashley, said, hey, Looked at Drew McIntyre and said, hey, you're the, I'm going to be the reason you lose that WWE championship. You fast forward, Bobby Lashley cost Drew McIntyre WWE championship. And then he just destroys Miz to claim his first WWE championship. Then he beats him at WrestleMania. Then he beats him again in triple threat match. I know Braun took the pin, but you know, Drew still lost, you know. Um, so that's the only thing I can think of. It's a blood feud right now that air quotes deserves the Hell in a Cell. But I can't think of anything else that does. Outside Cesaro and Seth Rollins after what Seth Rollins just did to him. So, um, it, it's cool to change things up, I guess. I was looking forward to Money in the Bank, but that's in July. So, we'll see about that. But, um, can't be ch- picky, right? And NXT, no. Finn Balor, as I record this, just lost his rematch to Karrion Cross. Now, it's going to be a number one contenders match next week. It's going to be Pete Dunne, Kyle O'Reilly, and I can't remember who the third party is that I'll be fighting to to face carrying across the in your house in June. No one's believable enough to be carrying across. They've literally built him up to be too strong at this point. And so I don't have any clue who it, it, doesn't, it doesn't matter. He's not losing that. But I was surprised he even got it because I thought he was definitely main roster bound. But if he's not main roster bound. Yet, I'm assuming it's because they're going to use it for something bigger, something more. And with John Cena returning, with I mean, obviously he's going to be full-time, but if he's returning, I mean, that's a big-time match. Cross-Cena, that's obviously a WrestleMania or a SummerSlam type of match, but I'm assuming when he does make his main roster debut and all that is imminent, it's going to be for a big name like that to put them over, I'm telling you, for him to be put over. Um, but as of this writing, I have no clue who takes that NXT championship off him. The same way I have no clue who takes that NXT UK championship off of Walter or the NXT UK Women's Championship. They're all built too strong. Literally, like, you have a problem on the main roster where not many people are built up well at all. The problem with NXT is they're built up way too strong. So, like, you don't know who can beat them, who who, would even have a chance in hell. Now, if I had to throw a name out there as like a good, because over it's gonna be underdog, right? I would have to say this cool Kyle O'Reilly character. I don't think he's gonna do it, but I think he could be the one to pull the upset and have a short championship reign before he loses it to someone else. Does that make any sense? Um, but as of right now, I can't think of anybody that is built up well enough to do it. And it's going to be interesting to see who takes these belts off of these, these competitors. 
Because if whoever it is, it's going to need to be worth it. If that makes any sense. It's going to need to be, all right, that was a buildup. And it better not be something where you have um, PNC um, afterwards, posting that clarity afterwards, where it's like, oh, that was a bad idea. You know what I'm saying? So um, if I had to take one guess, I could see Kyle Wright doing it, but it will be a complete fluke type of thing. He then gets laid out by carrying cross and then he tries to defend his title and carrying cross that says f it i've destroyed him and then he tries to defend his title against someone who can mean whoever and that's when he loses it you, you get what i'm saying so it's like the story would continue but carrying cross would say it's not worth my time to go after it again because he's already a two-time nxt champion he's already done it you know um but that even then that sounds kind of weak but that's just my opinion and last thing we will hit on today on the catch-up is the devastating news will osprey neck injury back in the uk rehabbing vacates the iw the new japan world championship how about the initials why be lazy to say it who gets it next and how and once again shout out to solid monster sounds off he had a great idea i didn't even think about this but this can be this feels like it's impossible because japan's still going through their COVID stuff G1 is running around the corner. He says he thinks that the G1 should determine a new champion. I agree with that. I think it's a great idea. I don't know if it's going to happen, though. So let's say hypothetically, because here's my thing. Didn't Biden just come out and say, or the, the someone in the government here in the United States say, hey, U.S. should not go to Japan for Olympics, right? Remember, the Olympics is still happening this year. It's not, it's not being postponed again. But who knows how many countries and how many people are going to show up Japan is still ravaged with this COVID-19, even if you are vaccinated. You know, who, who, why would you risk it? Um, so, I'm I'm curious as to if is this going to get pushed back or canceled? G1. So, and it's too easy just to I've heard some people say put Becca on Kata. That's fine. But, I mean, it seemed like Will Ospreay was going to go on one hell of a run. To me, if you're going to put it back on someone, put it back on Ibushi. And then when Osprey comes back, they fight over it. I'm not seeing I give the belt back to Osprey, but Kota Ibushi had it for a month or something like that. His literally his first title defense, he lost it after all that he went through. I think you should put it back on Ibushi, let him be the flag bearer. If you're gonna do it, you know, saying so now obviously I don't think Ibushi's winning the, the G1 three years in a row. That's just overkill at this point. But I mean, the G1 won't be the same because you don't won't have. A foreign talent in there you're just gonna have your people which is cool but if what if you don't want your people to be have the belt you know and and i will say this john moxley is doing his damnedest his best to make sure that iwgp uh united states championship is relevant so when he drops it if it's gonna feel special i'm assuming they want him to drop it in japan who knows when he's gonna be able to do that though but until then, he's going to be able to wrestle these guys. He's defending it on Dynamite as it is. I, I don't know who wins it. I prefer, instead of giving the belt back to Okada, give it to Ibushi. You know? And say, hey, put it back on him. If, if, especially if the G1 is not going to happen. If the G1 is going to happen, I think someone new needs to have that championship. But if you're going to just do a, a one-night tournament, eight men, however that's going to happen, I don't know when it's going to happen. I think Ibushi needs to get a second run and a longer run because right now there's no timetable for Osprey's return. 
and it sucks because Osprey looked like he was about to have the biggest run of his career. Um, so, and also, you know what? I I am gonna hate myself for saying this because I know it's gonna cause people to have, get you know get you know uh, their their thong on backwards. But why not CM Punk? Why not work this guy out? Give him a bunch of money like you gave Chris Jericho. Take a swig of water. And put him, let him, let him win this match in this improbable one night tournament, and then he loses it in his first defense. I mean, come on! Like he seemed open to fighting Osprey. That he said he's never wrestled before. Has he ever? Has Punk ever wrestled Ibushi? I know he's never wrestled Okada. Like, there's a bunch of fresh matches there, and that is a heavy draw. Him, you guys, getting him. To come back, and not you have the states open. Anything is possible with with you guys with them being in the states. So um, I I don't know how it sucks for Osprey. I feel I salute him and believe in a speedy recovery so he can get that belt back and have the run he was meant to have. But if he can't have that run right now, my suggestion is give to Ibushi or throw a shit ton of money at CM Punk, who is definitely open to going to New Japan. Everyone is. If you think about it, Punk is, Daniel Bryan is, whoever. Throw a bunch of money at him and say, hey, here's our plan. Tell us if you have any plans for this. He can carry that belt with pride. And also at the same time, he could put one of your guys over and it wouldn't be a big deal. Because he's making a big fact check. So, anyways, that is the show for this week. The catch up. I have no clue what the Wednesday show will be. As I record this, this is, a, this is an entire week before. So, I'm going to figure it out before then. But uh, I appreciate you guys. Don't forget the match of the month will be this week um, as the first Sunday uh, just will be here. So um, I'll let you guys wait for that. And thank you for everything you do. You listen, you share. You continue to do that stuff. And I'll continue to bust out the content. This is this little chemical. I see things a little differently. And we are out.